It's a gift and it's an honor for you to treat a woman in a certain fashion. It's just who you are as a man. A lot of men right now have a hard time with this notion of I have to pay the bill or I don't want to pay the bill or it's 50-50. Like, that's the biggest load of shit I've ever heard in my life, quite frankly. <laughs> you can't be 50-50 with a woman when she's on her period. You can't be 50-50 in the nine months when a woman is pregnant. You can't be 50-50 in the moment when she has to give birth. So what you as a man have to do is you have to honor your duty as a man and hold space for her so that she can do that freely and she could do that in her feminine energy. And as a result of that, your baby will be rewarded in that he will have a masculine and feminine presence in his life. And that is what creates a very healthy baby. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Bridget Best Friend Podcast. How are you? But like, really, how are you? Ask yourself, are you happy? Are you doing well? Are you happy with where your life is today? Or are you looking for some change? I don't know where this depth came from. Maybe from this episode you're about to listen to. I interviewed Danny Morell. Danny had a video that recently blew up pretty much my inbox, my DMs were full of you guys sending that video to me. The beginning of the video was, I'm not a woman, but if I was a woman, I'm not opening my door. I'm not paying at a restaurant. I'm not choosing where to go to eat. I'm not making plans for the evening and so on and so forth. And I'm going to share the video on my bougie best friend page so you guys can take a look, but you probably already did see it on the internet. And when I noticed that my bougie besties really loved that video, I was like, you know what? I need to have Danny on the show. So here we are. A little bit about him. So Danny Morell, he is a world-renowned business strategist and entrepreneur, and he turned into a life coach and a spiritual guy. He used to work in real estate. And then one day he just looked around after his mom passed away and he realized that he is just not happy in his life. And since then he turned his life around and came on this spiritual journey. He's your guide for awakening, healing, and transformation. I really enjoyed this episode. It is very spiritual and he had some very interesting points that I don't really think I agree with all of them, but that's why we have the show. So you can hear multiple opinions from multiple people. And then at the end of the day, you make the best decision you can make for yourself and for your own life. Before we get into the episode, obviously we have our little thing here that I read one of your reviews. This review comes from Brooke Lauren G. Title is Excited for More. Hearing Coco makes my Mondays an entire week. I'm so excited for all of the topics Coco will dive into each week. She's brilliant and raw. Okay, I love that. I'm so raw. I think that's one of my biggest um, traits in life. Yeah, guys, please leave a review. It really means the world. Click that subscribe, follow. I feel like a broken record. I do feel like a broken record saying that in uh, every episode, but it really means a lot, you know, so please do it. Do me that favor. Thank you, bougie besties. Love you. Okay, guys, that's all for my little intro. Let's now dive into the episode. Danny, welcome to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. Thank you for having me. I love that title, by the way, Bougie Best Friend. Exactly. I am a person that likes nice things, but I'm also a best friend for all of my 
listeners and my audience because I really give a lot of advice that comes from the heart. And that's why I wanted to have you on because I, as I discovered your, actually the video that you posted about, we're going to get into the video later on about if I was a woman, <sighs> I would do this or I wouldn't do that. That video was sent to my DMs. I don't even know how many times, really? thousands of times. Yes. And okay. then I started following you and I started listening to your podcast. And obviously there's so much more who you are and your brand and all the spirituality work that you're doing. So thank you again for being here. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Let's, uh, let's rock and roll. <laughs> so let's, let's start with the basics. Tell me a little bit about you, your background. How did you get into this entire media world? Let's say. Yeah. You know, um, I was a real estate broker. I was a real estate broker for a long time, uh, 25 years. And I had reached the, the pinnacle of success in real estate and that we, we were doing a billion dollars in annual sales, about 40 million a year in revenue. Um, you know, I, I was kind of coasting, to be honest. And, um, and my mom passed away. And when my mom passed away, it's like something spiritually happened inside of me where it caused me to take a look at my life and start to ask myself some very tough and difficult questions. And I say tough and difficult questions because they were questions that I was afraid to ask myself because it could lead me to a, a truth or a, a, yeah, a truth that I was not willing to accept based off of the paradigm that I was living in, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the first question I asked myself was, am I happy, you know? And I had a big business. I had a big house. Um, and where you know, were you living at that time? In California at that time. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, by the world standards, if you were to look at me, you would go, wow, that guy, that guy has it all, you know? Mm -hmm. And I started to realize that I was, I was not happy. And I was uh, actually the opposite of happy. I was miserable is what I was. I was about 50 pounds, 45 pounds heavier than I am today. I was really swollen. I would drink alcohol every weekend. I would, you know, I would, I would just do the thing that the, the system tells you to do. And mm -hmm. as I started to unravel all of that, I just went on a spiritual journey, you know, and I really mm -hmm. went deep, deep, deep um, into the depths of my heart, my soul, my mind, using a lot of different modalities like plant medicine. Um, mm -hmm. I sat with ayahuasca 12 times or so. I've sat with wow shrooms, you know, nine times or so. And all of them were for a purpose. All of them mm -hmm. were for a very specific intention in my life to help me get to, you know, parts of myself that I was afraid to access, you know? Mm -hmm. And as that started to happen, I just started to realize like, oh my God, I don't know that anybody's really happy, you know? And I started, <laughs> I opened my eyes and I thought, oh my God, like, you know, men are not being men. Men are afraid, mm -hmm. men are afraid of, of, of women and men are afraid mm -hmm. of masculine men and men are afraid of their emotions, their feelings. Men are afraid of connecting to their heart. Men are afraid of failure. Men are afraid of, of putting themselves out there and then not making their dreams and goals become a reality. So as a result, men are living like in a, a cocoon a shell of who they really could be. And that's why they're afraid to put their neck on the line and commit to a life where if they take a woman on a date, no woman would ever have to even think about paying a bill, which I don't, I don't even have a friend. 
I don't have a friend or an acquaintance that doesn't pay for their woman in that way. Because Mm -hmm. when you get into parts of your masculine energy, what you start to realize is it's, it's a gift and it's an honor for you Mm -hmm. to treat a woman in a certain fashion, regardless of who they are, regardless of if you're on a date with them or not, regardless of if you are there to just be friends, it's just who you are as a man. It's, Mm -hmm. it's this privilege that you have for this role that you have, because you understand that the woman also has a role and a role that you will never be able to play. And that is eventually she will give birth to a baby. And in those Mm -hmm. moments, you know, society has it really messed up right now. You know, back in the days, we didn't have houses like this. We didn't have TVs. We didn't have podcasts. We were all butt naked walking around in villages. Mm -hmm. And when a woman would have a baby, the man would go out and take care of her so that she could, you know, safely feel like she was able to be in her feminine energy and give birth to the baby. And, you know, so a lot of men right now have a hard time with this notion of I have to pay the bill or I don't want to pay the bill or it's 50-50. Like, that's the biggest load of shit I've ever heard in my life, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, it's it's embarrassing that we've gotten to this point, you know, because you can't be 50-50 with a woman when she's on her period. Mm-hmm. That's a pain and that's a journey that she has to go through every single month that you don't participate in and that you can't be 50-50 in. You can't be 50-50 in the nine months when a woman is pregnant. You know, that that's a journey that she is going to take part of that you have mm-hmm. no idea the emotions and the hormones and the changes in her body that she is going to have to go through. And you can't be 50-50 in the moment when she has to give birth. That is something that only a woman can do. And, and you can't definitely be 50-50 in the nine or 10 or 11 or 12 months after You can't be 50-50 in the time after when a woman gives birth and she has to breastfeed and she has that nurturing and loving relationship with a child. So what you as a man have to do is you have to honor your duty as a man and hold space for her so that she can do that freely and she could do that in her feminine energy. And as a result of that, your baby will be rewarded in that he will have a masculine and feminine presence in his life. And that is what creates a very healthy baby. You said so many things now that I, I'm just, it's music to my ears. And I come from a very traditional family, even though both of my parents worked, both of them, you know, some women are stay-at-home moms back in Croatia, but my mom always worked, but I always had this I I would never really like this 50-50 concept. And when I moved to America, I saw that that was so common and so normal. And it was like a culture shock for me. And I just still don't understand when did we lose this masculine feminine role in society? And I I don't want to get super into feminism and all of these other, you know, things that are happening today, but why do you think you, you mentioned that you think men are afraid? Why do you think they're afraid to be in their actual masculine role? It's, it's, it's all by design. You see mm-hmm. the, the system and, and I only share this because it's parts of my journeys and part, mm-hmm. it, I only share this because it's part of my journey that I had to go through as well as a man. And that I'm not afraid to admit, I still go through, right? So for me, for example, money and taking care of a woman financially no issue. Piece of cake. That's, I got that. Like, that's the easiest thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. 
For me, however, to be there emotionally, that was difficult for me. And I had to go deep into my heart and heal some things that were within myself because in many ways, my mother and my father weren't there for me emotionally the way I wish they would have been. And so I had to heal that, right? And so when you look at the fact that the system and essentially darkness, what it's trying to do is it's trying to get us all disconnected from who we really are. Because when we're disconnected from who we really are, we're angry, we're fighting, we're hostile, we're mad at each other, and we're not happy. We're not happy. Mm -hmm. There's only two energies that we can live from. We can live from love, happiness and joy, right? Or we can live from fear, pain, guilt, and shame. That's it. That's it. That's all. That, that, that's it. That's all of life. If you want to boil, boil down all of life into, into two things, there's two energies that we as a human being can live from love or fear. Right. Mm -hmm. So when a man is fully in his masculine, he is both masculine and feminine. Right. Mm -hmm. He is in control of and in contact with and in loving relationship with his mind, his heart and soul and his body. Right. Mm -hmm. And when a man is in that energy, he is able to provide for a woman financially, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when a woman, right, which it's all by design that women are being made to be more like men. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so that they are out of their feminine, so that children are being born without that nurture and that love. Like if you really look deep into it, that's what's happening spiritually right now. Mm -hmm. Well, for a woman, the woman nowadays is being forced or being taught to be too masculine. She can fend for herself. She can do it for herself. Relationships are 50-50, right? I don't need no man to take care of me. Any woman that says that is just a woman that was wounded by her father. It's mm -hmm. just a woman that created a story when she was a little girl that no one was ever going to hurt her again. So her mind creates a program that says, I don't ever need to be protected or defended by a man. I can do that by myself. But no woman wants to really feel like that. No, 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 no little girl. No little girl will ever say those words because a little girl comes into this world in innocence and in love. What happens after that, when she's let down by her mother, her father, by society, by by, by whoever, which I, I work with a lot of women who have been sexually abused and we help them in that healing process, which is a very, very tough, but beautiful process. When a woman, as a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and say this. I've never seen anything more beautiful than a woman who can, who can get up with tears in her eyes and say, oh my God, I finally forgave the man who did this to me. And she is, she's, she's transformed forever. She's transformed forever wow. No longer holding on to that energy and that grief and that anger and that pain and that sorrow, right? It's some of the most beautiful work that we can do. When we talk about forgiveness and maybe you were in a relationship with somebody who just destroyed you mentally, maybe there was abuse involved. How do you come to that point that you actually forgive them? Because often women say that they, you know, they want to meet up with their ex to get closure or to finally close that chapter, but you don't really need to meet with them to get no. that closure. So if you can speak more on that, I would love to hear. When we forgive our partners, and I say this to, to both men and women, when we forgive our partners, 
our partners that have treated us poorly, our partners that have, that have, that have done us wrong, our partners that have let us down. It's not about them. It's not about finding closure with them. It's not about meeting up with them to see them one last time to get closure. That's your ego. Mm -hmm. True forgiveness and true healing happens regardless of what's going on outside of you. So forgiveness with a partner that has harmed you is really about you making one decision and one decision only. How much do I love myself? Mm -hmm. That's it. How much do I love myself? Because if I love myself truly, then the question is, do I and will I allow myself to hold on to all of this anger, all of this grief, all of this pain that this person put on me, that this person brought to my life? And by the way, make no mistake about it. You have the right to do that if you want to. Just understand and just look around in society with so many people being so ill with, with cancer and with diseases and autoimmune diseases and things like that. Where do you think that comes from? They tell you it mm-hmm. comes from your genetics. No, it comes from unhealed emotions. The body is just a conduit and a space for your emotions. And so when you have unforgiveness in your heart, guess what you're doing? You're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing. Because they're not around. They're yeah. out doing their thing. They're living their life. They're unfortunately probably hurting other people. So <laughs> when you are ready to forgive someone, the question is truly, how much do I love myself? And then if you're a mother, how much do I love my children? Because my children mm-hmm. feel this energy, right? That I am harboring towards the person that hurt me. Or if you're mm-hmm. a father, it's the same thing. So I would say that if, if you truly want closure in your life, you got to be willing to look in the mirror, look yourself eyeball to eyeball, cry, feel, do whatever you have to do, let go and just ask yourself the most important question a human being can ask themselves. And that is, how much do I love myself? And if I love myself so much, am I willing to let go? Not for him, not for her, for me. Mm-hmm. What would you say to those people who... Maybe they're struggling, they are just very confused in whatever situation they're in, but they don't believe in all of those things that you just said. I, I'm with you. I know that these things can really help. And whenever I feel anxious or something that I physically I feel just uncomfortable, I stop and I just breathe and it grounds me in a few minutes. But there's a lot of people who just don't believe in that. So if somebody who's listening right now doesn't really believe in spirituality... What would you say to them? You've been programmed to believe. You've been Mm -hmm. programmed to believe because believing keeps you in your head. Believing Mm -hmm. keeps you waiting. Believing keeps you waiting for someone to come help you or to come save you. And as long as you're in your head and you're waiting, you're avoiding the very thing that you and your heart and soul are here to do. And that is to connect with your heart and to connect with yourself. And so you've actually been programmed to believe because the act of believing is waiting and hoping that something comes, even for some of us that know it's going to come, for example, right? And true spirituality is not about going anywhere to hear a message. 
True spirituality is not about having someone teach you anything. True spirituality is not about any barriers between you and God at all whatsoever. True spirituality is finding out and discovering the truth about life and the truth about yourself by going deep into yourself. And to go into yourself, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to listen to anybody. You don't have to do anything. You just have to reconnect with your breath, with your heart and your soul. And that is free and anybody can do. And so that's what true spirituality is. When I started my event Awaken, for example, I'll tell you my, my motivation behind it. It's mm-hmm. that I, I changed my life so much through the power of plant medicine, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized like, oh my God, if the world did this stuff, like there, there would be no anger, no racism, yeah. no fight, no politics, no, there, there'd be nothing. Everybody would be, it'd be heaven on earth is what it would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, but not a, a bunch of people, people are going to be afraid to do this, right? They're not ready. They're not ready to do this. So I go, what could I do for them that can give them the same kind of experience? Right. So mm-hmm. where I would go away for seven days on a retreat, I thought, what if we did three days? Just enough for people. And instead of plant medicine, you can actually get the same type of experience through the power of breath work and meditation. And so I started mm-hmm. learning how to do that. And that's the event that we did. So you don't, you don't even have to believe. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. A word that is so much more powerful than believing is knowing. Mm-hmm. Because believing Talk to me about ayahuasca. Yeah. For those who might not know anything about it, how would you describe it? Ayahuasca is the feminine energy and representation of God. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. We've been told to believe that God is a man, which mm-hmm. I just have to challenge you. You were born from a mother. And a father. An Mm -hmm. avocado tree requires a masculine and a feminine avocado tree to make an avocado. There is Mm -hmm. a moon and there is a sun. If you open your eyes and really look and have the courage to let go of that story you've been holding on to for so long, you'll see that that just just can't be. And so ayahuasca, ayahuasca is the feminine energy. It's a plant, it's a vine, that when you consume it, um, it takes you, you want to stop believing, you want to know the truth, go do, go do ayahuasca, go do ayahuasca, yeah, go do, go do mushrooms, go sit in a sacred ceremony uh, with plant medicine, and, um, and it is the most healing thing that you can ever Imagine your, it's so healing and so powerful, your mind cannot even process how powerful it is. Um, and so it's something that changed my life. It changed my life. You mentioned that you were in real estate and you were making all this money and then you looked in the mirror and realized that you were miserable. Yeah. What made you realize that? My mom's passing. Oh, yeah. My, yeah, my mom's right. passing. My mom's passing was, was the thing that made me realize it. At the, at the time, I was just, I, I, I didn't, you know, I'll tell you this much. I was so, what allows me to speak about all this is that I lived a life where I was focused on external things. Mm -hmm. My pleasure principle was power and success, which it is for most men, right? Mm -hmm. And most masculine women. 
because there's this notion and this programming in the mind that the more successful you become, the more at peace you'll be, the more free you'll be, the more that you'll be liked, the more that you'll be admired, loved, and then respected, whatever the case may be, right? Where in reality, what you're doing without realizing is that you're searching for answers, love, appreciation, and respect outside of you versus inside of you. And when you stop for a moment and you realize the profoundness of that statement, you start to realize that everything you've ever really needed and wanted and have been searching for is inside of you, right? And so, so many of us, we search for relationships because we don't want to be single and we want to be with someone, right? I didn't, I didn't realize it, but, but back when I was in my first relationship, I essentially was programmed to be in relationship by the church because the church mm-hmm. tells you have sex until you get married, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's an easy program right there. And, and if you want to do the right thing, what do you do? Okay, well, then I, 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 gotta, I got to get married to be able to just listen to how. This one really angers me because just, just listen to how dark this is, quite, quite frankly. It's, it's someone telling you that you cannot do the very thing that created you until mm-hmm. you do something. Mm-hmm. It's like, Get just take married. a, yeah, just take a moment for a second. Just take a moment for a second. Like the very thing that created you, you can't do until you, right? And it's like, yeah, that causes a lot of trauma in people. And it causes- I never even thought of it that way. It's crazy, but you're it's so deep. right. It's deep, it's deep, right? And, you know, and people don't realize it. And so that's why so many men are stuck in pornography. Mm-hmm. Okay. So happy you mentioned this right now. I get a lot of questions from women about their men watching too much porn or they have porn addiction. Every, every, every listen, I hate to break it to you. Mm-hmm. Every man out there alive today, unless they have been on their spiritual journey, unless they have found themselves is secretly stuck on pornography. I'm sorry. It mm-hmm. just, it just is what it is. No, I, I, I agree with that. Because, but here's what people don't understand. It's not about if somebody wants to do right or wrong. I genuinely believe every man and every human being wants to do what's right. There's mm-hmm. an energy that we live in called the system. Mm-hmm. And we don't even realize it, that our brains have been programmed to live in this energy. And so something like pornography, we are prepared for it and we're groomed for it through the movies. You see a mm-hmm. little sex in the movies and then guess what you do? You want to take it a little bit further, right? And so you get exposed to this stuff and it gets exciting to you. Why? It gets exciting to you because it's something that you know you shouldn't do. So there's mm-hmm. so much darkness around it and there's so much confusion and guilt and shame around it, right? And I, I'm not saying this to shame anybody because I was there as well. And I can mm-hmm. honestly say as a man that I remember the days when I thought to myself, I'm, I'm never going to get past this. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get past this. And it was only when I did all the things that I told you guys to do mm-hmm. that is looked upon as like a, the, all the hippie stuff. Yeah. The world tells you, they tell you that be, so that they make fun of it so that you don't ever discover who you really are. So that you get stuck, you stay stuck in the trap forever. If somebody is in a relationship with a man, everything is great, but he just watches too much porn. Okay. Maybe secretly, maybe they know about it, but... That's just a issue that is 
in the relationship? What would be your advice? Yeah, that's not just an issue. That's, it's everything. It's everything. Because the way that a couple connects deeply, spiritually, and emotionally is through the act of sex. And so when your man is stuck on pornography, like most men are, and like I once was as well, what is happening, forget about here in the third dimension, in the spiritual world, energetically, he is really separate from you. You mm -hmm. can't possibly be in union with someone, heart and soul, when they are in union with this act and this energy of darkness. And so you can't possibly say the statement, everything is great except for he's stuck in pornography. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Everything is terrible. <laughs> everything is terrible. Because when you're in relationship with a man that is stuck in pornography, trust me, that man can't be loving to you. That man can't hold your energy, hold space for you. That, can't, that man doesn't know how to caress you and honor you. That man doesn't know how to, how to love you. Because if he did, he wouldn't be doing the thing that he's doing. I'm not saying it's not easy. I'm saying this is the journey. The journey for all of us, for a man, is to go back into his heart. Because when a man is in his heart, I'll tell you what it feels like because I've been through it. You, you turn it mm -hmm. on and you go, why would I dishonor this woman? Because when I dishonor this woman by watching her in this act, I dishonor my sister. I dishonor mm -hmm. my mother. I dishonor God by looking at pornography. Mm -hmm. And that's when a man truly understands what the energy of love really is. To get to that space, there's a lot of healing. But now watch, the woman has to do the same thing. The woman has to have the courage to say, why would I dishonor myself? Mm -hmm. Why do I want to be in relationships so bad that I was dishonor my heart and soul when I know that I'm in relationship with someone that is hooked into the energy or pornography? So what's there? Am I really mm -hmm. in love? Or I'm in love with the thought of being with someone. Am I really scared? Mm -hmm. Am I really scared to be alone? Because if I'm more in love with the fear of being alone than I am with myself, then I will never speak up and put a standard in place where I can say to my partner, this is what works for me and this is what doesn't. Because I'll never have courage. And that's where most relationships are stuck. Because they say things like everything is okay, but bullshit, mm -hmm. that's, that's not, not with that issue. When someone is in that issue, they're in the energy of darkness. I would love to hear more about masculine and feminine energy for women. We, as you said, we are trained today to be, you know, independent. We can do everything on our own. We don't need anybody. And I am a very independent person. For example, I came here when I was 22. I moved here on my own. My whole family's back in Croatia. I am the type of person who I'm like, I'm going to get shit done on my own. But right. that doesn't change, like my partner, he's, thank God, very supportive and loving and all of that. But some people would say that I'm more in my masculine energy. How, for women who might be in a similar situation like me, maybe they, you know, they're in a corporate world and they need to be more masculine. 
how can they balance those two energies? Yeah. Okay. First and foremost, let's understand what masculine energy is and what feminine energy is. I'm going to show mm-hmm. you by showing you in my body. So mm-hmm. masculine energy looks like this. Like I'm going, I am thinking, I am providing, I am determined. I am, does, it, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. I am planning, yeah. I am executing. So no right or wrong. Whenever you are in that energy and whenever you are thinking this way, you are in your masculine energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to pay close attention to because so many women are living this way, they, they don't even realize it anymore. Now, now watch. Mm-hmm. Feminine energy looks like this. Feminine energy mm-hmm. looks like receiving, relaxing, mm-hmm. being comfortable, right? Being provided for, being nurturing, being loving, right? And so when a woman is in a position like you're in right now, right? Where you have your goals, you have your aspirations, you have your dreams, so forth and so on. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I think that's very sexy, right? Mm -hmm. But you cannot lose sight of why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it to build an empire, you are in your masculine energy big time. If you're mm-hmm. doing it because you want to provide financial freedom for yourself and have peace of mind, then then that's great. You have to feel through what your focus is and why it is that you're doing that, right? What if it's both? <laughs> Just understand you're going to have imbalance. Mm-hmm. I, I can only share this with you from, from my real life experience. When, when, you, when a man is not in his masculine, Mm-hmm. The woman hops in her masculine mm-hmm. because she feels afraid. She feels like not, she's not yeah. being, she feels like she's not being protected. She feels like she has to go and fend for herself. When a man is in his masculine, she's able to drop into her feminine. It's very is there a way? The polarity of relationships. When you're in relationship with yourself, you get to be both. There's, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with this at all, right? It's just make sure to have balance in your day. Don't get mm-hmm. so caught up in your goals that you are not holding your hands over your heart, that you're not reconnecting with nature, that you're not meditating, that you're not breathing, that you're not in a solid space of being silent within your own heart and soul. That is feminine. Just do both. If somebody's in a relationship, in a hetero relationship, and you're dating a guy who is, again, maybe everything is perfect, yeah, but he's not as masculine as you would want him to be, what to do? I would say it just depends. It just depends on the qualities that that guy has that you see, because understand this just by nature. We as a society, men used to have to go through rituals to go from becoming a boy into a man. Mm -hmm. They used to have to hunt. They used Mm -hmm. to have to go out and build. They used to have to go out and like, you know, sometimes kill, right? Mm -hmm. Defend themselves, defend their family. They were forced into, they used to have to go on voyages to go find new land and new territory, establish new cities, right? Right. To eat, they used to have to go out and bring the food, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, so this is what men used to have to do. Right now, men don't have to do anything but sit on their cell phones all day long. <laughs> this is the honest to God truth, right? So true. <laughs> yeah, so men are not really men right now. Men are not really men. And even our most masculine men that we see out there, that they're in, you know, the private jets with the cigars and the, and the, and the, and the sunglasses, and they're talking about how masculine, whatever the case may be. First off, let mm-hmm. me tell you right now, any man that is smoking his cigar is killing himself. So he spiritually has no idea what the hell it means to be in his masculine, right? Mm-hmm. In his divine masculine, right? And so what has to happen if someone is in that kind of relationship is they have to ask themselves, you know, what do I see in this man? Can I see the man that he can become? And mm-hmm. can I love him through this process? Right? And maybe not wait for him to go through this process, but can we go through this process together as a couple? But but if, if it's a woman asking these questions, be careful. Because when a man is fully in his masculine, I'm telling you right now, you don't have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have you to fend, up, uh, you don't have to fend for yourself anymore. You don't have to yeah. you are taking care of you you know what I'm saying? So so mm-hmm. the problem is is that for a lot of women when I say that it's like oh my god. Yeah, I'm going to say it. A part of you has mm-hmm. to die. Mhm. The part of you that has been since you were a little girl thought to believe that you had to take care of yourself and that and that no one else was going to take care of you, yeah, that part of you has to die. That is called your masculine. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? You, so, so energetically speaking, most women attract men that keep them in their masculine mm-hmm. because that's where they like to be. Only the woman that is able to listen to my words right now and go, holy shit. And, and, and some women are pressing pause because I'm speaking directly to their egos. And I'm telling you right now, the matrix in them is unraveling right now in their minds right now, because this is how powerful this stuff is, right? Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's scary because everything that you've known to be now has to potentially go away and you have to, you have to count on another human being. Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. This is a lot. That's the feminine. You mentioned something very interesting, which actually made me think about women dating men who might not be there yet, but they have the potential. Yeah. But sometimes women date men and they only see the potential, but they don't see the reality. That's right. How to differentiate the two? Be honest. Trust you. If, if a woman has anything, if a, her superpower is her intuition. So your intuition and your body, by the way, for all of you men or women, it's always speaking to you. And I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little tough on you, but cut the shit because you know. Mm -hmm. You know, your body is always speaking to you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like it's always, it's always, if you just close your eyes and start listening to your body, you, you know. You know if that man has the potential. You know if you're if you're holding on for the wrong reasons. You know everything. You know, you don't need me to tell you this, right? Mm-hmm. If anything, you come because you've been so conditioned to not know who you are. And that's the focus of what we do now is, is we like at Awaken at all of our events, we just lead you back to you. 
Because when you discover you, the answers are within you. You've, you've always known. You just got to remember. This was wonderful. And I just have a few more like last, last thoughts, questions sure. for, for somebody who is on this journey to find themselves. Yeah. Is there something that they could maybe eliminate? Would you say that they should maybe, I personally think that when you consume too much content and when you're constantly getting bombarded, you, we mentioned this before, you're getting bombarded with all these television, your phone, your friends, like be in silence and be still and just listen to yourself and be, just learn who you are. Is there any other tips or tricks that you can suggest for somebody they can just like start living and loving themselves a little more? For women or for men or for both? For women, mostly for women. So for women. So, so I, you know, it's, I know this might sound awkward to today's culture, but the last three years I was in my journey of healing my heart and healing the feminine side inside of myself, mm -hmm. right? Because I didn't want to be in, in my new relationship who I was in my past relationship. So that takes mm -hmm. drastic change, right? And so I'm going to tell you exactly what I did and write it down. Number one, no sex. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that? Why did you say that? Why did I? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this because when, when I was getting prepared to meet mm -hmm. my partner today, I was in meditation and like clear as day, source said, it's time for you to be celibate for a while. And I had the same reaction. I was like, oh, no, my no, fuck that. Because think about this. Think about this. Think about how much energy we exchange sexually through the mm -hmm. act of sex. And I love you, ladies, but if you're hanging out and you're going out there and being with multiple different partners, you have multiple different soul ties, energetic mm -hmm. connections with multiple different people, right? This is why at Awaken, I take everybody through a cord cutting ceremony because some of you can't be happy in your current relationship because you've been with 10, 15, 20 different people and all of their shit, all their negative energy and their doubts and their worries and their fears, it's all stuck inside of you. You got to clear mm -hmm. that. You got to clear that. Mm -hmm. so, so one, if you want to go deep and you want to find you are, who you are, stop having sex for a while. Just commit to yourself. That's number one. Wow. Number two, stop watching TV. Stop watching TV. If you've been following me on social, you know, I just moved into this house. I haven't, I haven't lived in a home with a TV for two years. Wow. For two How did you years, make that switch? I just knew. I, that's the matrix. Uh -huh. <laughs> the that is the program. They program you through fear. I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't know mm -hmm. who's in the Super Bowl. I don't know who won the World Series. I don't know. I don't care. All of that is an illusion to keep men entertained because they're not entertained by their own lives. So number two, no TV. Now, now watch this. No sex, no TV. What do you got left? You. Reading. <laughs> you. You're going you're gonna to have to find you. You're going to have to settle down with knowing who you are. Right? Number three, no animals. Oh, what the, what? That, 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 My that. puppy. No, I mean, no eating. Definitely oh, no okay, red okay. state. Definitely no red state. Definitely no red mm -hmm. state. Right? Mm -hmm. But maybe decide to just do eggs for a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm saying if you really want to discover mm -hmm. your true power, because think about this, everything is energy. 
And so I went three mm-hmm. years as a vegan, three and a half wow. years. Yeah, three years as a, as a vegan. And then I went on animal again for about a little bit. And now I'm just, it's, it's, I'm finding my way back because even that you're consuming the energy of fear of death, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a carcass. It's a, it's a piece mm-hmm. of meat, right? And, you know, I will say this caveat. I will say that different people's bodies are different, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe think about, you know, consuming half or less or whatever the case may be. And the big one, mm-hmm. no alcohol. Yeah, no that's, alcohol. that's a good one. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No alcohol because it's like if, if today, um, we, I was just in Italy with my girlfriend, right? And we were in some of the most beautiful parts of the world and it was just gorgeous. And they had these beautiful bottles of wine. Of course, I'm going to have a glass of alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because I no longer needed it. I, I, I no longer mm-hmm. need it. I was at a place in my life where I needed alcohol just to feel comfortable with myself. That's how disconnected I was with myself. So I guess the, the, the biggest thing I can tell people is start to look at all of the ways that you distract yourself. Mm-hmm. And here's one for you ladies. Stop following the Kardashians and, and all these women who are changing themselves and altering themselves. And that's like, that's, that's like grade A darkness right there. Because what you're learning mm-hmm. is to not appreciate yourself for who you are. You're learning to compare yourself with other people. You're learning to judge yourself by the way that other people look. And you're learning that your value is in your body, in your face, in your lips, in your mouth, in your breasts, in your butt. Your value is in your heart. Your value is in your heart. So if you want to really discover the truth of who you are, then stop stop following all of these people that are honestly lost. And start following yourself, your own pathway back to your heart. That's what I would recommend. I have one final question, and I didn't really think through how to word it, but I'll just start blabbing it out. So I was listening to one of your podcasts recently about healing and attracting. Actually, it was more about that you need to heal yourself Mm -hmm. in order to attract the partner that you should have. Yeah. Can you speak more on that topic? We are all energy. We're all energy. And so if you think about it, I always use this example and some people get mad when I use this example. I don't know why I'm just using an example. (laughs) It's like, um, Cornelia, is that how you say your name? Yeah. Okay. Cornelia It's like, could you ever just think this, think right now. Could you ever picture me being with a crackhead? No, no. Why not? Because you're very self-aware and you are just grounded and you, you know who you are and you don't think that that kind of person would compliment your life in any way. Energetically, they'll never even show up in my life in a romantic Mm -hmm. way. So Mm -hmm. that's an extreme version of what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to teach. But in many ways, when you attract people who are like, let's say jealous, angry, um, um, uh, uh, hostile. They're always fighting. They're insecure. It's because there's something inside of you that attracted that. There's a lesson mm-hmm. for you to learn, right? So when you're ready to call in your true partner, you need to retreat for a little bit and you need to go on a spiritual journey and work on yourself, work on your heart and soul, right? Clear your energy, do some cord cutting, Like really just step away from everything and come back from a space where you are 
powerful, you're centered, you're aligned, right? And from that space, watch who comes in. It's a different kind of person that's going to come in. It has to because your energy. Yeah. So basically there's something that we still need to learn. And that's why we're attracting these people who might not be good for us. Or, or they're good for you. You're just not Mm -hmm. paying attention to the lesson because you're coming Mm -hmm. from victim energy, not creator energy. So you were in that abusive relationship or you were in that relationship with that jerk. What lesson Mm -hmm. did you need? What mirror was that showing you about yourself and what you're accepting in life? Go deep into that and watch what happens. Vanny, this was wonderful. Thank you for being on the show. And please yeah, tell, share your Instagram, your podcast, everything where people can follow you. Yeah, my name is Danny Morell, D-A-N-N-Y-M-O-R-E-L. Um, our community online is growing incredibly right now. And if you, I, I, everything that I said from the bottom of my heart, you can do all of it and find yourself at my event. It's the most beautiful three days you'll ever be a part of. And that's dannymorell.com backslash awaken. Where, where is your next event? It's in uh, March 24th through the 20, 26th uh, in Austin, Texas. Okay, amazing. I'm going to put everything in the show notes so people can follow you and see the Awaken. I'm very, I, I feel like I was on a spiritual coaching session right now. So I'm very, very grateful to have you on the show. And yeah, thanks again. Thank you so much. Take care.